Hello and welcome back to Fantasy Hockey Picks and Bets. I'm your host, DJ Mitchell, here to cover the six-game Friday NHL slate. It's St. Patrick's Day here right now on Thursday, and really it's all weekend. So I'm going to keep the St. Pat's jersey on. I'm kind of considering wearing it out in Buffalo on Saturday, but it is in Austin Matthews. Um, not the, probably a fan favorite right now here in Buffalo, and I'm, I'm a Sabres fan, so I, I'm a little bit a little bit of a risk. Could get a, could get a stout port on this beautiful jersey. But I think I'm going to do it anyways. It's a nice jersey. And if anyone asks, I'm just a, I'm a jersey guy. I mean, look at this. It's felt. It's great. But there's no Toronto on this slate. So we're going to get to the six games in at hand. Um, it's a lot of back-to-backs. It's a lot of heavy favorites. And I think a lot of interesting news and notes that I'm going to cover. And I'm definitely placing some bets right now. Uh, the sooner you place some of these, I think the better. So let's get right into it with Washington at Carolina. Um, I love Carolina here at minus 150. I think they're just a much better team. You are running the risk of Ranta in net, but he actually has played really, really well as of late. So um, in his, I mean, because Anderson is starting against Toronto um, in his last couple few games, you know, he had uh, three of four wins. He has a shutout in the mix. Um, you know, the last game against Pittsburgh, he gives up two and, and they lose. That's you know not completely on him. Uh, he's been a 917 save percentage goalie on the year. And just in general, I think Carolina is such a good defensive team that, it makes up for a lot of, of uh, you know, negatives against. Is minus 150 the best line we might get? I'm not positive. <clears throat> I think at home, Carolina should handle this game. It's one of my favorite bets, but I do think it could get even better. Um, Washington is getting healthier. I'm going to wait it out. I'm going to wait and see what Washington does because they should easily, and they're already at one to nothing now, uh, handle Columbus on a back-to-back. So maybe if Washington just puts the boots to them, we end up getting this line a lot closer to uh, the mean. Uh, if we get it at like, you know, minus 130, I think it's even better, but obviously you win more money. So I'm going to wait on it and hopefully it gets there. Um, you know, Carolina loses to Toronto. It's not of their own possibility either. Toronto is a great team. They're favored. So I'm hoping this line drops, but I do think Carolina definitely profiles to be the better team. Um, both teams, as I mentioned, are getting healthier. And that's why you look at these two lineups and you say, well, there's a lot of good players here. Like this could kind of go either way, but at the end of the day, I don't think in net or defensively Washington holds, uh, you know, holds it up against this Carolina team. I mean, this is a team that is only missing D'Angelo and that's, you know, not, not the worst or best situation. I mean, he's a good offensive player, but he doesn't really do a ton defensively for you. <clears throat> they have been missing him for sure in the offensive zone, but this is a team that rolls four lines that are just really, really sound all around. While Washington, I think is a bit more fragile as far as their, you know, bottom six is concerned and defensively, they're really just kind of swimming through the guys trying to find the right fit. Um, Carlson's great. Orloff is great. And then it's a, a bunch of guys I just don't really trust in like Van Riemsdyk and Jensen and et cetera. I, you know, I think that this is a really nice spot um, for Carolina, but that's all I'm really betting here. I think the over-under, it, two teams on a back-to-back, I just don't take those over-unders. You never know what you're going to get in net. And like I mentioned, it should be a, a less favorable goalie matchup. These teams push pace fine. One has Ovechkin, one has Aho and Sveshnikov. They could find goals because they have that skills, but I don't think it profiles to be a really great over-bet at uh, over six at minus 115. So overall, I think I'm just going to bet Carolina here. <clears throat> as far as props are concerned, obviously Ovechkin's going to pop, um, you know, he's averaging around eight shots per game uh, attempts. That is. So yeah, he's about four and a half right now at plus money. I think if you bet it every single night, you're just kind of hoping that he continues to put around eight shots towards the net and most of them find it. It, it, You know, I think he should hit most nights, but it's Carolina. Like I I personally just not going to favorite that one myself. Um, There really is 
no one that's blowing the doors off for Carolina, especially cough about six shots per game, um, you know, averaging over the last 10. And yeah, that's, that's fine. That's six shots at the net. If it's two and a half. Yeah. But it's going to be three and a half. I just don't think that you're finding a ton of value in any of these guys. Now, the one guy that if you find it, I think might be a bit more interesting is a guy like Brett Pesci, five and a half shot attempts per game. You know, you find him at one and a half. That feels real safe to me. That's probably the only guy I think is real strong overall in this game. Um, I played Kuznetsov a couple of times at two and a half. He's totally fine. Um, You know, definitely a good good rate shooter historically, and he's picked it up as of late, but that's really all I'm looking at here. Um, So let's move forward. Our next game is Philadelphia at Ottawa. This one I am betting right now. I'm going to take Philadelphia here at plus 100. Um, Ottawa, they're losing Shabbat. They might not have Stutzel. The only caveat to betting against, uh, you know, the Senators is they're going to be starting Forsberg and net. They've already announced that. On Saturday, they were back to Gustafsson. I think Forsberg is just like not a terrible goalie. Like he's useful enough to where I'm like, well, do I really want to get, you know, crazy here? Is he a great goalie? No, but this is a 916 save percentage goalie with the Ottawa freaking Senators. Granted, he doesn't have Shabbat in front of him now. That's far and away their best defenseman by almost every conceivable metric you can pull. Shabbat, uh, he missed, you know, a good amount of that. He only played nine minutes and he had five shots on goal and uh, amazing assist. So once he went out, Brandstrom saw 28 minutes in a game that, you know, I'm kind of saying I think Ottawa might be down in. Yeah, Brandstrom immediately becomes a really good GPP option. Um, he's, I'm assuming really cheap, but let me quickly check. Brandstrom is minimum salary on this slate of freaking course. Is he the best rate shooter in the world? No. Did he see 27 and a half minutes last game in power play one? Absolutely. I think he pairs amazingly with Brady to Chuck. I do like the over here just fine. Um, both these teams are going to get, uh, well, not both uh, flyers on a back-to-back after Jeru's, I think thousands game. Um, so I, I do think that you could talk me into stacking Brady and Brandstrom easily. Uh, Brady profiles to be one of the best individual expected goals players on the slate. He has 16 shots on goal in his last two games, and he hasn't scored in three. So I'm definitely going to take him to score. And I think this game is is a fine over bet over six and a half minus 105. We don't know we're getting a net in Philly, but probably Martin Jones. And that's the other reason why I don't know if I want to bet this right now. Um, but with Stutzel out and Shabbat out, I just think the Flyers are the better team. I think the Flyers are just overall not terrible um so i am just gonna roll with it maybe they go back to back heart i don't know but i'd rather i, I might wait on it then man i feel like i gotta talk myself into this who started in goal for the flyers i'm gonna look that up really quickly now now i'm i'm second guessing myself a little bit live on this show. i don't have to bet it right now i'm i'm not contractually obligated but now i want to know who started in goal for the flyers tonight because that might really change my tune but i'm gonna keep this moving um right i do like the flyers Probably either way. I'm just saying, am I going to bet it now or later? If I'm going to bet it later, that's because I think Martin Jones might be in net. And I'm just kind of assuming that like it doesn't really matter that much because the Ottawa Senators' bottom nine is now atrocious without, you know, there already is bad and their defensive core is terrible. So I think the Flyers should win this either way. On the Flyers side, Konechny is just an awesome, awesome play. Um, he should be, you know, a, a, a really good value with Giroux. Is Giroux still going to be on the team? I don't know, maybe probably should be. Um, so I, you know, I think that this bet overall, it doesn't really matter to me. I'm just saying, am I going to bet this now or later? So let's take a look. They started 79 in nets. 79 is, uh, yeah. So they're saying Martin Jones is in tomorrow. So I'm going to wait on this then. So I think this might line might be even better for me. So actually I will wait on it. I think if I'm going to look for the flyers at plus 120 with Martin Jones in net, 
So live on the show, you're welcome. Going to give you even better content. Hopefully by the time you look at this, the Flyers line is already moving because I'm betting it either way. The next game is Boston at the Winnipeg Jets. We have the Winnipeg Jets at home playing no Patrice Bergeron, Boston Bruins. I'm going to take Winnipeg here as a, as a home dog. Um, I think that there's a few things that are factoring in here. First off, you know, Boston without Bergeron is, is clearly not the same team. You know, they went out against uh, Minnesota. They scored two goals on 1.8 expected goals. That was because Talbot is bad. Um, they really didn't have anyone, I would say, that was just absolutely cooking for them. Their highest expected goals guy was Taylor Hall at 0.3. Yikes. Um, I don't even think what's his name. Pasternak made their list. He was atrocious. It was versus Minnesota. I will openly admit that they're going to have more than 1.8 expected goals against Winnipeg. Everyone does. I mean, Winnipeg gives up expected goals like candy on Halloween, but I'm looking at this game and I'm thinking, you know what? Winnipeg is a way too cheap on DraftKings. I'm definitely stacking them on DraftKings. Um, and B, this price is just wrong. Uh, 115, I'm taking it right now, I think. Um, but you can wait on it. And I don't think it's going to get much worse. We should be seeing, I, I would assume, Omar Gannett as well for Boston. Uh, Swayman started their last game against Minnesota. He lost. He had 33 shots against. Um, this game should have pace. I, I think I think you could justifiably take the over six. I take almost every over with Winnipeg. It's minus 120, so I might just tease it up right now to six and a half, maybe seven, and see if we can't get fireworks here. Like I said, Boston should have better uh, output of expected goals. I think Pasternak should bounce back after a... 1.5 DraftKings score with one shot on net. Um, you know, I think this is a spot. They might even change up the lines. They should get um, Studnika in there on their top six. He might be a value. So I think that there's reason to have optimism in this game. I think this and the Flyers game really do profile to be two of the better games, just like overall. Um, so those are the games that be stacking, but I'm taking both dogs here. Um, the other thing I think that's, you know, got to start factoring in is, you know, Boston really has nothing to play for. Uh, they're on the road. They're on the road for, you know, it seems like they're on the road forever. They went home for a few games and now they're back on the road again in Minnesota and Winnipeg. So, you know, I, I just think this is a nice spot analytically and just logically for Winnipeg, who is just, again, they're not that bad. Like I know that the record isn't great. Uh, I know Hellebuck's been here nor there, but back-to-back -back wins for them, three of their last four for Hellebuck and net you know, I think that this is just a much better team um, than the people give him credit for. Comrie's had four straight wins as well. So if he's in net, I don't think it really matters that much. So I'm definitely taking Winnipeg here plus money. I, I, I you know, it's no Bergeron's out. Yeah, that's really all I need to know to bet against Boston. They were a shell of a team when he was out last time and they've already shown up that way now. Our next game is Buffalo at Calgary. <sighs> Obviously Calgary minus 330 is just a stupid bet. Um, it's useless. It's not any fun. They should win this game for sure. Buffalo has been hot. They're coming into Edmonton tonight. We haven't seen this game yet. So we don't know the over under is at six and a half. I like the over. Um, but I think the, if, if, you know, some states don't offer this, but the race to four for Calgary, I think it's just the better way of going about this rather than taking their over three and a half. Um, right now over three and a half for them is minus 145. I don't have the race to four yet. I don't think I'm going to get it at all. I, I don't know if New York offers it. I tried to look, I just couldn't find it. And I thought maybe it'd come out later, but I, I don't think we get race to four. Um, so if you have that in your state, normally you just get, you know, a few percentage points better on that. And to think that 
Buffalo is also going to score four is really, really optimistic for a back-to-back Sabres team. So I think if you like Calgary to get over that three and a half, which DraftKings is saying is super likely, and they've been scoring at will, and they're probably going to be playing Tukarski. So makes a ton of sense. I'd rather just take the race to four um, and say, yep, Calgary gets those four. It's probably going to be like minus 120, 125. I'd rather win more money. Um, So either way, I think that's a really, really, really sound bet. If you want to tease it up to four and a half, I don't fault you in that. I mean, think about this, you know, if they score four goals, uh, let's just actually put this into actual literal money. So let's say I bet a hundred dollars and they score four goals. I would get back my 168.96. If they score that additional fifth goal. So instead of four, they score five. So I'm saying about $68 profit or a $155 profit. If they get one more goal. I, I mean, I know it's, you know, it's, it's three versus four or four versus five. Like it's a big, big stretch to think of, you know, teams don't score five as often. Um, but I don't hate it. I, I think Buffalo is good enough offensively that they might push the pace and Tukarski is terrible. So I'm totally fine with it. If you want to go all the way up, it just seems like a lot of equity um, to be in between those, that one goal. And I think they could get five. So I'm fine with it. Uh, Buffalo should give up a lot defensively. They're not great defensively. They're not too, too bad, but their goaltending is going to be terrible here. Um, and Calgary should have a million shots. So that's all I'm really betting here. I, you know, I don't think any of the props are super considered, but I just continue to bet Lindholm and he continues to hit. Um, he was at two and a half at plus money. Uh, I bet him, I think four or five nights in a row. He's hit four or five for me. So I'm going to bet him again. It's Buffalo back to back. Seems easy. Next we have Florida at Anaheim, uh, Florida, obviously a huge favorite here. Anaheim is sending off pieces. They played, who did they play? I think they, Oh yeah. They played the Rangers and like, didn't play that bad, but my Rangers bets all hit. So I didn't really care. Um, Anaheim is a, is a weird team. You know, I, I don't love to bet for against them too often. I think that they're a better team than people give them credit for, but I just don't really think I'm going to find myself with a ton of uh, bets in this game at all. It just doesn't feel like a game that I want to get heavy on. I you know, minus two fifteen for Florida on the road, back to back multiple games on the West coast. They haven't really shown up on this trip in droves and played amazing. So I think this is just a full fade for me in every capacity. The over under six and a half. Yeah. Again, like just no, thank you. Like Anaheim is fine offensively, but not great. You know, 2.8 expected goals against the Rangers. They get three, you know, I just, no, thank you. This game's a full fade for me in every capacity. I, I don't even know if there's one prop that I'd be over the moon about. Trevor Zegras is the, the best in this game. As far as, you know, shots per 60, um, shot attempts that is, you know, two and a half might be fine here. Uh, Florida can give up shots and on a back-to-back, it might be worth a look. But other than that, just the, all the Florida props are going to be priced out of consideration. Eventually though, the Barkov prop is going to be one that we're going to be hammering. He just hasn't been shooting enough, but it's it's two and a half now. And it's down to like minus 150. Yeah, you know, I might start betting that sooner or later because he's a great rate shooter and it just hasn't been there. But this game overall, it's a fade. We'll get to the final game, Colorado against San Jose on a back-to-back. Yeah, um, obviously this is going to be a, a game that Colorado should win. It's a game that I, you know, I like the under if anything here, but six and a half minus one twenty. Um, no, San Jose is plus two ten at home. I think a lot of times betting that home team at that kind of a, a price will end up being beneficial in the long run. But back to back against Colorado, a team that you know in San Jose that is just very incapable offensively right now. They are in the past 10 have been one of the worst expected goals teams. And I don't even think it's been particularly close. Um, you know, 2.6 last game against Florida. Yeah. 
I think that's fine. Eric Carlson had three shots on net and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight get blocked. So Eric Carlson's shot prop is one that I'm going to be definitely teeing up here uh, as one of my favorites. It should be plus money at two and a half. And he hit it last time and had 11 shot attempts, mental math. Um, so I'm going to be doing it again. I, you know, I, I respect this Colorado team through and through, but I don't know, man, like they can give up shots. Carlson's played 27 minutes and he's going to fire him at net all night because they need to get offense going. So overall in this game, it's probably a full fade on DraftKings because um, I do like the under here a bit. The only piece I might consider is McKinnon, who is the highest expected goals guy, the highest, the highest shooter um, and over his past 10 games. And last game I know was a bit of a disappointment. He's averaging 9.2 shot attempts. Like, it doesn't get much better than that um, over a whole shot attempt more over the last 10 than Ovechkin who normally excels beyond all reason in this metric. So yeah, I think that there's a real good chance and a real good reason to think that he could be a really, in a really good spot here against the back-to-back San Jose team. Um, San Jose is doing everything in their power to get Carlson and Burns on the ice. They have four other guys that are very bad. Um, on, on their core Middleton is I guess like not completely useless would be the best term and the other three including Vlasic are just uh, a train wreck like they should not be in the NHL so for that reason yeah I like Colorado obviously uh, but minus 250 on the road I don't know bet it if you want you get it's, it's parlay fodder it's fine parlay fodder in its own right but I'm not going to take it here myself Minus one and a half. I don't know. What are we doing? I like the under here. So I just don't really want to get crazy and think that there's going to be a, a ton of goals. Um, we don't know who's for sure in that tonight. It's projected. I have that. It's projected. No, nope, they don't even tell me. It's probably going to be Reimer. If it is Reimer and we're getting Sawchenko, um, I might just take the puck line on Colorado and move on. But let's go over my favorite bets of the night. Let's get you on out of here. Uh, favorite bet of the night overall. I think props wise, let's go over those first is Eric Carlson. I already said it. Um, ton of, ton of rate shooting there. I think that you can talk me in, into a lot of Winnipeg guys for their shot props. They are getting Andrew Kopp back, who I didn't mention. He's on a line with, uh, I believe it's, oh my God, I, why, why even guess? Why guess? I have it. It was Kopp, Lowry, and Sveshnikov. Yikes. So Connor, Dubois, and Ehlers. That has a lot of rate shooters. It's really tough to find the right guy. I think I'm just going to stick with Shifley over two and a half in that game. I like it a lot. I think that Boston will have the, the shutdown line that you need to get it done. And Winnipeg will put up a ton of shots. So I'm going to go with Shifley over two and a half as one of my favorite props. Um, I think that you could definitely get me in on Konechny or Giroux, whatever one you, you prefer. Um, th- those seem like really good props. Definitely Brady to score and his shots over three and a half. I'm, I just keep hammering it. He just keeps shooting. Um, and then... Lindholm over two and a half, and that's probably it. McKinnon's fine as well. I think over four and a half is fine. Like I said, he's putting nine shot attempts and he's supremely gifted. So he could definitely hit that against San Jose, who is in just really bad, not good team. Um, as far as the money lines, et cetera, I'm going to let Carolina get down a little bit. I'm going to let Philadelphia get up a little bit, and I'm going to take Winnipeg right now. So Winnipeg plus 115. I'm going to bet Carolina as soon as I see it anywhere around minus 130. And Philadelphia, I'm hoping to get to 120, 115. I'm going to wait on it though. And let's see if I'm right or wrong. Okay. So if you want to clip this, take it together. Um, I'm going to see where those lines end up moving to. I, I've been wrong before. I've been a little bit, I think I've been more right than wrong though. So let's see if they can get these lines correctly and let's all win a bunch of money. It's St. Patrick's day today, but it's all weekend. So the luck of the Irish is on our side. Enjoy this Friday slate. 
and um, rate, review, all that stuff. Follow me on Twitter. You know what to do. If you haven't done it now, you're, you're not going to do it. So enjoy your weekend. <laughs>